episode 52. It's been a year. It's been a year. That's 52 weeks. 52 weeks. A whole year. Of consistency. Of commitment. Yes. 52 weeks of Real Church Matters. I'm Forrest Hall. I'm here with... That's Wynette. Alan. And we are Real Church Matters, and we talk Real Church Matters because Real Church Matters. It always will, even when it's not popular, even when it's not sexy, Real Church will always matter because it matters to the person who matters most, and that's God. God. Man, 52 weeks. It's a year. Such a (laughs) blessing. I just keep thinking it's about a year, like... Sitting here looking at these mics and pushing through the uncomfortable yeah. situations and still spreading. Times spreading when we didn't feel like it. Gloomy days like today. <laughs> it's yeah. raining. It's so gloomy out here, guys. But we're so blessed to be able to be a part of something that is greater than us and it is uh, terrible. Yeah. As the Bible says, God does terrible things. He does these enormous, great things with these little, tiny, small people. And we get to have a little part of his purpose. And so we're appreciative. We're appreciative not only to God. We're appreciative that we decided to obey. We're appreciative to all of you who are moved on your hearts to listen. Uh, all the real listeners. All the fake listeners. <laughs> all the 15-minute <laughs> listeners. We appreciate all of y'all. Every last one. <laughs> so let's get to housekeeping. You can follow us on Instagram at Real Church Matters, Twitter at Real Church MTTRS, on Facebook at FB.me forward slash Real Church Matters. And you can go to realchurchmatters.com and that'll guide you to all those places, as well as to my favorite blog, Go Do Likewise. You can read any of my old articles at likewiselife.com and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Go Do Likewise. And more to come. More to come. Uh, you can also purchase merchandise. We haven't been talking about it, but if you want to wear your faith on your sleeve, yeah, it's you can not do really that. winterproof stuff, but it's, it's I mean, like you always t-shirts. need a t-shirt. Yeah, you can always. This hats, and we'll be better about making sure it's seasonal and stuff. Right. But hey, look at look at it this way: prepare for spring. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming it's right around the corner. So get yourself a t-shirt. Also, if you would like to give. Go to patreon.com forward slash real church matters. Give at least a dollar, you get access to bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. Give more than ten dollars, and you will receive a complimentary t shirt as well as a lot of other goodies just for being an exclusive member who has decided to give a little more. Yep, because it matters. It does. It's episode 52. What, what are we, we talking, talking about? about? We can't ask each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, before we talk, we always want to make sure we understand. We have an understanding that it's obedience over audience. But since we have an audience, let's, let's get, get to, to it. it. Episode, episode 52, <laughs> we'll be talking about righteousness and understanding what righteousness means to God. And that's a mouthful. And it's a lot to take in. But we said we want to talk about real church matters, so yeah. let's get to it. I mean, it's a word you you hear in church all the time. All the time. Yeah. You hear people talking about it. So we're coming uh, from Psalms 37. And in Psalms 37, I was reading this. And if this was a song, 
it would be chock full of bars. Mm-hmm. If it was a, a speech, it would be quoted to the end of time. But it's even better. It's the word of God. And it should be something that is stuck in our hearts. Sorry. And it's so potent that some of you have probably have never even read this passage of Scripture, but no scriptures that have come from this passage of Scripture. Yeah. And that's how powerful it is. And it really is talking about the righteous person and what their life looks like and how they engage in the world and what it means to be righteous. And he sums it all up in the 37th verse of chapter 37. He says, mark the perfect man. What are you telling? You're not telling you to mark them up. He's telling you, take note Mm -hmm. of the perfect man. He says, behold the upright. Look at them. Mm -hmm. For the end of that man is peace. When I look at people's lives right now, so much chaos. I look at the world right now, so much chaos, so much turmoil, so much drama going on. You don't have to live that way. Mm -hmm. The end of your life, your life as a whole, the sum of your life can be peace. Yes. And how does that happen? By taking note of the perfect man. And so what David does is he lays out what a perfect man is and how a perfect man deals in an imperfect world. And we can be those perfect people. Better yet, we can be those upright people. Even so more, we can be those righteous people because those three words are synonymous. When it comes to the scripture, what makes a man perfect is that his ways are perfect in God. What makes a man upright is that he stands up rightly in truth. What makes a man righteous is that he does the right things, not according to himself, but according to to God. God. And he says, you take note of that man. Everything about him is peace. Mm -hmm. So let's chop it up. We we start at verse one. Fret not thyself because of evildoers, neither be envious against the workers of iniquity. That's the first thing I come away with is that. The way that the perfect man looks, the way that the righteous man looks, Antoinette. And and for those who said, you know, what happened to Antoinette? Antoinette didn't feel well on fast food Christians, but she's she here. You know, the people was messing with me. Oh, for real? They thought that I I don't let you get a word in edgewise. Oh. So shame shame on y'all. She she's fine. But fret not thy because of evildoers, neither be envious against workers of iniquity. That's something that we all deal with. Yeah, and you think of fret not. He like be cool. Like don't don't lose your cool over the, <laughs> over these guys. Like chill out. Don't be don't be concerned about them. Mm-hmm. That's what it, it means. Yeah. Don't be envious of them. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, as Christians, we find ourselves in a way where we like, man, it, it's so hard over here, but it's so easy for them over there. Yeah. It's because where our perspectives are off. He says, mark the perfect man. The perfect man frets not about that stuff. He's not concerned about it. He's not envious of it. He's comfortable in himself. Even in the the hard times, he's comfortable in what that means. It takes us to verse 3 that says, trust in the Lord and do good. So shalt thou dwell in the land and verily thou shalt be Fed. fed. He said, the reason you don't have to fret 
about evildoers, be concerned about them coming to your door, about the stresses of all of that. The reason why you don't need to be envious of those who are not operating according to God's word is because all if all you do is trust God and do good, if you fret about that, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, and it's a verse before that when he says they'll fade, they'll fade away. Yeah, yeah. He said all of that will fade mm-hmm. away. Now it's a lot of uh, comfort. Food that's put in here mm-hmm. to also, oh you kind of jump yeah yeah um, there's okay. a lot of things that comfort <laughs> us but I you know I don't want people to be comforted today okay. about the demise of the wicked gotcha <laughs> you know what I'm saying because yeah. it, it's Cause a lot of it like, in they this. fade away boy they we love that the world <laughs> David yeah. was easing his own mouth he yeah. was like man you know they, the they wicked don't. are like grass God just gonna mow them on <laughs> down but, and I love stuff like that but it's like at the same time you're not thinking about that when you're envious like you just think about right now it's yeah. like they got they look happy right now so yeah and it's it's, it's just a, it, it, that stuff matters it's just there's so many things that he's tackling mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's like it, it because it's not just him rejoicing in them. It's also a cautionary tale. Do you know what I'm saying? When we watch movies where the bad guys lose, we should watch it and say, you know, that's why I don't rob no banks. But some people really do watch and be like, yo. I'm in the wrong business. I'm in the wrong business. I should be robbing <laughs> banks. Like, yeah, see what just happened to them? I know that's them. They stupid. But for us, it has to be this thing where we understand that the righteous man the man that is perfect, the man that's upright, he trusts in the Lord. Yeah, or even how in verse 37 is we got to behold this this you know person that we're Look trying at this, to— Look this, this is what we need to up. focus on. Yeah. Focus on this type of person mm-hmm. and say, that's what I need to do. I'm going to take notes. I want y'all to take notes today. Yeah. Because David gives us the perfect man. He does. He says this perfect man, he don't fret about those things. He frets about how he can trust in God and do good. That's right. A lot of y'all get frustrated in you doing good. A lot of you get frustrated in trusting in God because it don't feel comfortable. It's not easy. It's a hard way to go. No matter what station of life we're in, we different. You're a woman, I'm a man. You're 20-something, I'm 30-something. There's a lot of scenarios that are unique to us, even though there's some things we share. Yeah. But all of us, can be better in our lives if we, we would just focus. shift the focus, trust in the Lord. That's right. You know, lean not to our own understanding and just do good. Yep. And y'all know the good y'all should be doing. You know the good you should be doing. You know what I'm saying? If you're a parent, you know that you shouldn't be so fretting and focused on what you don't have, on what you didn't do in your life, on regrets and disappointments. You know, at this point in your life, you should just be trusting in the Lord and doing good. And right. doing good to you, I know for sure, includes focusing on your children. That's right. And embracing being good to them. Yep. And embracing where you're at. You single people, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of things you're frightened about. Oh, will I be 40-something and not married? There's a lot of stuff that we fret about that don't concern us. Nope. If you just trust in the Lord and do good. Leader, uh, he says, so shalt thou dwell in the land, and verily thou shalt be fed. Mm. He said, for sure. That's what verily means. It's a guarantee. Guarantee. For sure you will be fed. All your needs will be met. If I get to be 90 years old and I don't get married, that's not because my need wasn't met. That's because I didn't meet that as a need. <laughs> yep. 
The Bible say no good thing will he withhold from you. Amen. If it was a good woman out here for Amen. you, he would have gave it to you. Because I'm going to tell you, if I'm sick with cancer, the doctor not going to come in and say, what do you need? And I'm not going to say, if you could just bring me 10 cc's of booty. <laughs> no. 10 cc's? <laughs> 10 cc's of booty. I'd be okay. No. We have to reevaluate and really understand, like, what does it mean to be fed? Mm-hmm. What does it mean to have your needs met? And that's a whole nother thing because God is looking at us. He knows the need. Like we we focus on all these wants and yeah. we consider those needs. But God's like, nah, you don't see how sick you really are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because when we look at, for some reason, he, God looked at Adam and said for him, it wasn't good for him to be alone. He did. Now all of a sudden we co-opted that and we said, it's not, not good for man to be alone. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's saying man as in that that man. I do. And marriage is good in the sight of God. But how that plays out for each and every person is unique to God's purpose and will for their life. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying that because I'm not married. I'm saying that for the people who are married. Because there's people who are married who wish they weren't. That's true. Just like there's people who are not who wish they were. were. And all of y'all got to get to the point where you're not moving based on how you feel. But you start moving by his will. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, then you'll understand like, okay, God gave me this woman. Even though she's driving me crazy, this is what I need. So I need to take care of my necessity that has been met. So it provides the necessity to me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? People say (laughs) to be fed. A marriage to me is no different than a person who want a house. You wanted a house. Now you don't even cut the grass in the front. That's how we are. You don't need to take the trash out. You haven't painted. You haven't taken care of this place at all. But you needed a house. Mm-hmm. If you needed it so bad, then when you got what you needed, you'd understand your responsibility to what you've been given. I don't know how we got there, <laughs> but that's righteousness. You that's, keep that in the pocket. Well, put that in the side pocket. That's righteousness. <laughs> it though. is. Then he tells us in verse 4. Delight thyself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Delight yourself. Everybody's favorite scripture. It when is. It, when it's time to want something. But they don't know how to delight yourself. You know you can't fake delight. You can't. Just give me delight. No, I can't just give you delight. <laughs> I, I can't just give you delight. We got pause. <laughs> I cannot just give you delight. You have to have delight in you. <laughs> you have to have it in you. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> it's hard for me to bounce back when you make jokes like that. <laughs> but it's 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 something you, I can't give you. I can't give you delight. You gotta come back. You have to have that in you. You have to have that deep within you. I, you come on, guys. Y'all know what y'all delight. You know what you delight in. You don't delight in the Lord. Okay. <laughs> He'll give you the desires of your heart, but you would have to have find a joy in being in God. Mm-hmm. Mark the perfect man. He delights in the Lord. Five. He says, "Commit thy way unto the Lord." Mm. Man, he really hammering it on. Like yeah. pe- people be like, you know, I want my end to be peace. Here you go. Let's start here. You trust in the Lord. Do good. Delight yourself in the Lord. 
Then he's telling you commit your ways. Yeah, it's mad verbs in here. Like it's not even just some little <laughs> people exhausted little. just reading it. It's right. like, oh Lord, I don't even know how to trust in God. How am I get to commit my ways to Him? That means every single thing I do. Let me tell you another word for ways to help me understand it. Mm-hmm. Manner. Mm. Basically, let's distill it a little bit more. We can cook this down to its raw form. How? Not so much what I do, but how, how I, do, I do the it. conduct. Yes. Yeah, you everybody gotta go to work. Grown folks work for the most part. Sometimes I drive through DC and I don't really understand how people get to just walk around with cameras and take pictures of Martin Luther King statues. Like you don't have to go to work. <laughs> but whatever. Most people have to work. But how you work will either delight you or delight oh God. God. Amen. Everybody wants to be married and everybody's getting married. But how you're married, not just how you got married, but how you are in your marriage is indicative of who you are in God. That's right. Conversation. Everybody talks. Everybody how talks. How you converse. How you talk. Yeah. Everybody has sex, right? How you have sex. Yeah. 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 Even that. No, I know. People are like, oh. Not, the, not I, so much the mechanics. I want to glorify God with my body righteously. This is deeper than just putting on an olive oil candle and playing Kirk Franklin instead of Maxwell. That's not what we're talking about. How God wants you to honor your wife or your husband with your body is something between you and God. Yeah. Not between you, God, Force, Antoinette, your pastor, the lady at the seminar that taught you seven ways to please your man. None of that stuff. Commit your ways to God. Make sure that everything you do and the manner you do it glorifies God. Yes. And I even check myself sometimes during the day if I'm doing something. I'm like, okay, what am I doing this for? How am I even doing this? You know, does this glorify God? Does it? I want to commit all my ways to God. Trust also in Him, and He shall bring it to pass. Look, look at what He said there. He said, everything we do, we're looking for it to be successful. He said, if you commit what you do. To God, by the way you do it, I'll make a way for your ways. Hmm. <laughs> you Say it again. If you commit everything you do mm-hmm. to God, he'll make a way for your ways. Because a lot of time we oh, are doing things right. and they don't, they're not successful. Mm-hmm. We start things and we don't complete them. We, we get involved in things and then the pressures of it overwhelm us. Yeah. He says, if you commit your ways to me, if you, if you check the manner in which you do business and make sure it glorifies me, I can bring it to pass. Yeah, and what I think about too is um, understanding because I feel like we do a lot of stuff without completely comprehending what we're doing. And I feel like that's what he's saying too. Because we pick and choose what he'll, we want to understand. He'll give meaning to well. Yeah, but that's what I get what you're saying Because we're sometimes We're trying to understand Something that's not Understandable Right It's part of the mysteries Right It's part of the things God will reveal in time He tells us what to try to understand What you should be trying to understand Is not what's happening But how you are In what's happening Yes that, You know what I'm saying That's mm-hmm. to understand Like even now We're talking So you may say something That I don't understand Mm-hmm 
I have to. I it's it's. I don't care if this is a podcast, whatever. I gotta stop and say, now you gonna tell me what you mean by that? <laughs> Why? Because if I don't understand it, it can't come to pass right. in my life. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? You could say it and I can nod, it, but you'll be like. This Negro, this guy, he didn't understand. Yeah, because I know you could, you could tell. Right, and so it didn't. Whatever you said, I can't bring it to pass. pass. God wants us to have full understanding. I, of, I meant more of like purpose. You know what I mean? Like you want, you want purpose behind things you do, but God can only. He's add the that. one that brings it to pass because we want to understand purpose, but purpose is a mystery, revealed in its time. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? When people talk about purpose, they really saying, can I see the end? Can I see the end of the story? Because what my full purpose is will not be told until the end. Every little sliver of things people see and they be like, you really walking in your purpose. You don't know (laughs) nothing. In order for you to know my purpose, you would have to be the author of the story. And you don't know. We don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm good at something. And I could be like, that's my purpose. And then God can flip the script. And I don't do none of that stuff. It's true. He's the author and finisher of our faith. He is the designer, the architect. We have to let his blueprints be made to fruition. Can't just lay on pages. Mm-hmm. These pages of designs must be brought articulated, to brought to life. Mm-hmm. In who? Us. Us. The living temple, right? What else he say? He said, and he shall bring forth thy righteousness as the light and thy judgment as the noonday. He said, what is he saying? He's saying everything that he says, everything that God says, he's going to bring it forth in you. People be like, well, you know. Everybody always talk about God this and God that. He wants to reveal who he is to people through you. you. That's right. He wants that to shine. That's what he means when he says, let this light so shine. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father. He Basically, what he's saying is, trust the Lord, commit thy ways to him, and the light of your obedience will shine before men as righteousness and show them a real God. That's right. We stay trying to show people how real we are. Mark the perfect man. Yeah, Yeah, mark the perfect man. The perfect man ain't trying to show people how real he is. He's trying to show people how real God God is. is. That's true. That's what we trying to do. Mm -hmm. I'm in this podcast, not the best speaker. You know what I'm saying? Not the best anything. Not the best (laughs) co-host. Not the best co-host. Not the best. By a long shot. By a long shot. I, I, I make silly jokes, throw throw people off. Oh, I was talking about me. Oh, you? you, you was, I was talking about me. So you That's chimed so in. That's so shit. But either way, in our weaknesses, in our struggles, by our obedience, guess what shines? Righteousness. Instead of Nettie shining, because we all want to shine. But now we're starting to realize it ain't about trying to shine. No. And it's it a, makes it easier to accept all your frailties. All your fra- like, frailties. <laughs> Look at that. Fra- 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 <laughs> you mix them Ooh, together. I love it. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Mess it up mess again. It up. Yeah. Mess it up. Because in the midst of my frailty, That's right. guess who's strong? That's right. God. Amen. Mark the perfect man. That's what we're going to do. He said, what did he say? Verse 7 says, rest in the Lord mm. and wait patiently on him. Yes. <sighs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah. finish reading it. No, you finished. No, I just no, I wasn't reading it. Go no, ahead. I got another translation. 
Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who bringeth wickedness, wicked devices to pass. Wow. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just thinking because he did. He said all that and then told us to be still, like to rest, and that just shows like being still is still like a action in it. Like, all of it is a is is action that is not seen by men. Right. When you say trust in the Lord, what that look like? <laughs> it's not. It's abstract. Yeah. They I could look- be sitting still, and you like, what you doing? I'm trusting the Lord. <laughs> no, you're not. Like you sitting to me. I'm You'd trusting be surprised. the Lord. Yeah. But everything that considers us and our feelings, we 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 don't feel like we're doing it or meeting that need unless we're what moving. Mm-hmm. What you doing? Getting money? How I know you get money? Can you see me out here running these streets? Sleepers for the dead, you know all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Trusting the Lord don't look active. It's not regular active. You know what I mean? Delighting in the Lord is not active. Yeah. People think that means smiling and fake, uh, that's fake exactly joy. That's exactly what stuff. I was thinking. Yep. You know, committing your ways to God, that's not an active thing I can see. Yeah. It's mentally active, it's sure. spiritually active. That's true. Do you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. like radioactive. And it, yep. Wait, wait, why do they call it radioactive? Why? Because it looks like it's not doing We can't nothing. see it. Yeah. They like, oh, that's radioactive. I'm like, what? What do you mean? It's radio waves yeah. that are poisonous. They can't be seen, but the whole time you standing in it, it's killing you. Yep. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. radioactive. We're spiritually active in a way that it moves in a way that man can't comprehend it and see it. That's the righteous man. Yeah. And well, that manner we're talking about, that's that's how it's articulated. That's how it's articulated. We're still doing the same thing. It's just done a different way. So he says, rest in the Lord, wait patiently on him. There's something that I wanted to make sure I touched on this. Fret not thyself because of him who prospers in his way. In his way. It's a big, yeah. In his way. Sometimes we see other people move in their way and we see it seem to work. But he's telling you, you can't play. You can't do this for the short play. You got to do this for the long run. You can't do this for the quick scheme. You got to do this for the long play. That's right. That's the way we got to do it. If we see people moving and getting instant gratification, not understanding God is trying to give us something that's eternal. That's true. Eternal. He says, rest in the Lord. Wait patiently on him. Just rest. Calm yourself. Once again, that F word comes again. This is the four letter F word that Christians need to deal with. Fret. It's true. You fret. We fret too much. We caught we cut we consume ourselves with fretting. What does it mean? It means to be constantly and visibly worried or anxious. Mm. Constantly. Y'all know people. Yeah. Their 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 conversation is filled with constant worry. Their actions are filled, fueled by constant worry. worry. And the interesting thing about when you're fr- your fret or how that word is, you're, it articulates different ways. Like for some people, they just become 
careless. You know, some people become, panicked. you know, yeah, panicked. You or, act out of desperation yeah. instead of inspiration. inspiration. Yeah. And that's what we talked about earlier. And that goes with this righteousness. Eight <laughs> says cease from anger. Look, he, he knew what comes out of fretting. What come out of fretting, Antoinette? Anger. Anger. It does. We used to talk about it yesterday. We used to talk about you get to the point where you sitting in church and you, you hate even hearing people's testimony. <laughs> And when you said it, it resonated with me because I remember so many times being in church, you hear people talking about how good God is and you just be like... Girl, if you don't shut up, you don't shut up, okay, God is good. Especially if you know a little bit of information about the person, you'd be like, bro... Yeah, he ain't that good. He ain't that good. You, your husband still ain't here. You get what I'm saying? Like, That's that anger, though. But you don't. we don't see how they're delighting in the Lord in the midst of their struggles. Yes. How they're committing their ways in the midst of how it look. We'll see what God's doing. We'll see that this is this is about the long run. That's right. We just see right now. And we get frustrated and we get angry. angry. He says, cease from anger and forsake wrath. Yes. Fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. He says, don't let your fretting get you caught up in doing things you'll regret. Yes. Come on, we got to understand it. Some of y'all are involved in things because you fretted about money. Some of you are involved with people because you fretted about being lonely. Or even when you think of how much time you waste in that state. Like you waste so much, so many days, so many years in that because you let that stuff fester. Yeah. And it, it produces, produces nothing. anger and wrath. It just does, even for the best of us, guys. Y'all got to keep it real. Just for a second, just keep it real. He says, for evildoers shall be cut off, but those that wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. See, what I do, I don't want it to be cut off. You know how you get used to something and then all of a sudden it just cut off? It's like going in somewhere and they don't have Wi-Fi. You used to it at your place. You come to a house and you be like, hey, what's your password? Well, I don't have internet. Oh, my God. I'm not going to be here but a couple <laughs> couple oh minutes. I can't, I can't be here. Yeah. I ain't got but so many minutes on my phone. I, I can't deal with this. <laughs> not minutes. Wait till God cut the power off of your life. He said with the wicked, he going to cut them off. Yeah. It's all fun now. It's like people dancing around with the Bitcoin stuff. <laughs> all of a sudden, it went from $6,000 a share to... Lord knows where it is right now. And people still like, just wait. Y'all better buy it now. It's making a comeback. When God is done with y'all folks, you know what I'm saying? I'm not getting excited about their demise. It's letting me know, don't get caught up in a scheme. Yes. Get caught up in Jesus. We get caught up in schemes. We do. Like I was saying, literally we move off of these frettings. And we find ourselves after we come to, we realize I made a decision based on worrying. Not even I don't even love this person. Yep. I made, I made a decision, decision based on I did. I was worried I would be old and alone. And it's so powerful that you're using scheme because that's how he talks about the devil. What he does is he uses schemes, and we can't fall for that stuff. And you know it's what? So he, <laughs> his schemes work on fretters. Yep. But that's how it is. You see other people doing stuff and you think this is what I must I must need to do. And it's he, all a scheme. He's looking for a person that frets. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what Eve had going on. She was frightened. But how did he know to bring that up to her? Yep. 
because he could tell yes. she was fretting yep. about God saying, touch every tree but that one. Yep. It, it bothered her. It fretted her. Yep. Even if she ain't showed with her face and that mind we got and those Something about minds. it. Yep. He knew that it was, a, it was a place of insecurity for her. Yep. It bothered her. Same way it bothered y'all when you hear God say, you can do this, this, and this, and not that. Yep. And then you look at your girlfriend and she out there just having a ball. She she just a regular Issa Rae. <laughs> That's true. You know what I'm saying? She yeah. just you could take her life and you can make girls trip too. She just having so much fun. Today she had Essence Fest. Tomorrow she had Art Basel. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know what I'm saying? Like these people get so caught up in this lifestyle Skins. that you start to see this stuff and Satan just comes slithering in. He like. So you want to see Scissor as well? <laughs> you go off today. So you would like to see Scissor? <laughs> and she's like, uh-huh. <laughs> Do you like to see Queen B, Beyonce? You're like, uh-huh. <laughs> You're just going with it. Yep. It's true. Right? You and it's not the theme thing so much as it is the scheme. Like You sitting at home on a Friday, he's like... So you made some tuna fish. Don't you want some Outback? <laughs> Call Jerome. <laughs> to get your Outback. He will meet you at Outback. All he wants to do is go Outback after. <laughs> or even the little things. I don't want to go to the movies by myself. Here you go. Now you calling some random Person, you not you know you shouldn't be around. Valentine's Day is coming up. Val- uh, yep, the a- inauguration of our doggone podcast. February fourteenth. Don't you want some chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you tired of being single? <laughs> and then you listen to scissor. Scissor. Now you. We really testing the the quality of these microphones. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Yours is way better than mine. So yeah, yeah. Like, you know, we do good over here. But that's the reality. He's taking advantage of the fretters. Yes. The fretters come out February 14th. They, the fretters is out, boy. Yeah. If, if I was a dude, I'd just be buying wholesale roses. Looking for the... look. I said if I was a dude. <laughs> <laughs> a normal one. Hilarious. If I was a normal dude, not, not a righteous person. Yeah. But let's keep going. He says, for evildoers shall be cut off. Verse 10 says, for yet a little while and the wicked shall not be. He said, in a little while they shall not be. Do you know what that means? They shall not exist. What is existence? Let's get a little creepy for a second. What is existence? He's saying, in a second, this life will be Be no more. And those who lived only in this life and only for this life will also be no more. But those who lived according to eternity will walk into eternity. Mm Mm-hmm. That's I also love when Paul talked about fleeting pleasures. Like I, that phrase always sticks with me because that's how the things of this world are just fleeting. They're fleeting. They're fleeting. We got to catch them. Yep. They, guess what? You know how many people are fretting about their taxes right now? <laughs> their tax returns? Yeah. These people know they're like, hey, hey, come over here. We'll give you th- up to $3,000 cash advance. And you break your neck to get over there. Hey, hey, you going to do my taxes? You going to do my taxes? Why? Because we want that little bit of money. Yep. I promise you it's a little April, bit of money. April you like, mm-mm. 
It ain't a little bit of money. I'm getting $10,000. Please. Let me tell you, it shall not be. By this time next year, that $10,000 shall not be. Some of y'all are just getting $3,000. That $3,000 by this time next month. <laughs> it shall not be. It shall not be. Why? Because easy come, easy go. That's what he trying to tell you. He said it's going to get to a point where the wicked shall not be. He said, thou shalt diligently consider his place and it shall not be. He said, these people diligently consider their place. Wow. The place they live, the place of life they're in, the place they want to be, the place they want other people to be. And he says, all of that considering won't matter. Mm-hmm. Because there'll be no place for them to be. Wow. Do you get what I'm saying? And then the fact he said consider, it's like people sitting, we we add numbers, we working like effort, like we just putting so much effort towards yeah. this stuff. And it's like... We get mad. Some of us, y'all understand what this feel like because you be mad when your paycheck come and it's already spent. Yep. Before you ever put it in That's the bank, it it's like. spent. Yep. That's what he's saying. He's saying these people out here, you are doing things. You're putting so much energy to things. This shall not be. When the time comes to cash it, it's already spent. Yep. You got your reward. You got what you wanted. Why did you think it was going to be more? Why did you think it would be? It would lead to more? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it, Even reputation I feel like we put a lot of energy into You know making sure people see us a certain way And we're known for certain things Yeah And you put all that effort towards stuff that And shall not be you, People gonna bury you and <laughs> It's people who know they should be doing podcasts Yeah But they afraid of what people gonna think about them Y'all if y'all believe some of the emails and stuff we get People don't People ain't banging with it all But guess what It doesn't matter you, when you trust in the Lord, you this is who you trust in, yep. the Lord. You don't trust in people's opinions. It's true. You don't trust in people's uh, idea of you. You trust in the Lord. Verse 11 says, but the meek shall what? Inherit the land. Shall inherit the earth and the land. And he says, they and shall delight themselves in the abundance of what? Peace. Sometimes y'all want so much, but don't got the thing that matters more than anything. And that's peace. It's true. He said, mark the perfect man, for therein is peace. He said, the meek shall inherit the earth. The person who lowers himself to let God be risen, that person lays in the abundance of peace. It's true. I had a lot of money before. <laughs> Whatever y'all about to get for your tax returns, I've had that before. I've seen it come. I've seen it go. And I'm going to see some more come and I'm going to see some more go. I promise you, the only thing that matters to, to, to the true understanding, the believer, is peace. Yep. It's peace. To walk into your home and have peace. To live in your marriage and have peace. Yeah. Or even to be thrown in every type of situation and still be able to have peace. Like, Amen. Some people might... Think it's boring, but yeah. peace is yeah. Life don't have a have to be a living hell. It don't. It can be living peace. It can be in the midst of hell. Yep. You can be laying on that boat just like Jesus was in the midst of the storm, resting in the abundance of peace. Yep. Because he walked meek, and he inherited the earth. 
Verse, uh, let's, where we go? Verse 16, I'm skipping down. Oh, yeah. A little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. The little bit that we have mm-hmm. is better than the whole lot that the wicked have. Mm. Why is he giving us this, this comparative understanding? Because we have to understand, and this is it's very simply put in this one scripture, what we put a value on. Mm. He he qualified two things The amount of things the person had And the amount of what Righteousness the person had mm-hmm. He said I'd rather have a lot of righteousness And a little bit of money Than a lot of money And a little righteousness mm-hmm. What is he saying I'd rather have the treasure of God's approval Than the treasure of man's approval I'd rather have the wealth of God's will than the wealth of my will. And I think that just shows how our value systems are distorted. Like, we, we don't value that the same way. No. Like, we should. We, 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 we got to be honest with ourselves. We really struggle with what matters. We do. We struggle with what matters. It's not that these things aren't to be engaged with. You need money. I need money. You need it's money. It's just the how, like we said. It's the how. Who does how it glorify? How you value it, yeah. You know? What is it? Verse 17 says, For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord upholdeth the righteous. Now, you notice he and say, The arms of the wicked will be broken, but the arms of the righteous are strong. No. <laughs> he said, The arms of the wicked will be broken because they had their hands where it's not supposed to be. But the arms of the righteous will be just fine. That's the Lord. But they won't be using them because God is the one using his strength. That's right. My arms stay intact, just like when we was a kid. Mm-hmm. Your hand wouldn't burn as long as you didn't touch something you wasn't supposed to. The minute I touched something, my mother smacked my hand. That's what he said. He said, yeah. And that's the perfect scripture for people who try to make it like Christians think they're better than people and all this other stuff. It's like, no, it's just I depend on something that's better. I don't like, put my hands where it don't belong. Think about y'all putting your hands where it don't belong. You put your legs where they don't belong. You put your mind where it doesn't belong. You put your mouth where it don't belong. (laughs) You put your eyes where it don't belong. You put it everywhere it don't belong. Ask yourself, the next time you somewhere, ask yourself, do you belong there? Mm -hmm. The next time you touch something, ask yourself, Mm. should you be meddling in it? Yes. The next time you speak on something, ask yourself, is it yours to speak on? Yes. The next time you look at something, ask yourself, is it yours to look at? And I love the way you're breaking it down because you're breaking down each of the the verbs he gave in the beginning that committing like all you should be using all these senses that you just went through for those things. Absolutely. Committing yourself, trusting the Lord, delighting yourself in him. Some people are married to people that didn't belong to them. And then you wonder why they separated. God had to break the bond, the bond. He had to break the bond that was crafted together against his will, against his perfect purpose. Yeah, some people are saying right now, are you saying divorce is good? I'm saying. Well, you said separate. So I'm saying. I'm saying. Did you I'm, mean divorce or? I mean divorce, but I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying what else could come from you moving on your own, but destruction. Yeah. If you look at engagements and disengagements in any respect of life, not just marriage, but jobs, 
we get involved in things all the time that fall apart right in our hands because mm-hmm. we touch something that wasn't ours to touch. Brings me to the example of the woman who was hired by FEMA. She took their hundred something million dollars. The government. The government to do a job for them that she was not equipped to do. But she did not want to pass up on an opportunity, an opportunity she knew she was not equipped for. Yep, and she probably thought she was trusting God to do it. That's Absolutely. a scary thing. Absolutely, and we're all in those positions. We don't know what's good for us. We don't know what's bad for us, but we're not seeking God either. Yeah. Y'all so woke, but you won't rise and sh- let God shine. I don't understand. That's what happened. Now her hands got broke. Mm. Now she's she's a laughing stock. Her there's a full on New York Times article with her full name in there, wow. her full company. They dragging all her past business, all her five canceled government contracts wow. before this one. <clears throat> Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Why? Because she put her hands in something. God did not ordain her to put her hands in because she saw what? Opportunity. Hmm. Eve got kicked out of the eating for opportunity. opportunity. We're opportunists. And we shouldn't be. No. We should be looking not for an opportunity to gain, but an opportunity to gain God. That's right. That's that's Mark the perfect man. Mm -hmm. My heart goes out to that woman. But she had to learn. That's why. That's he, like when God passed. Yeah, that's hand. why he broke their arms. Cause they got to learn. Mm-hmm. Now their arms are broke. Guess who they gonna call on? God. God. Hopefully somebody. He takes the the means in which you move away from you, so that you might make him the means in which you move. Right. I'm gonna break your arms. <laughs> <laughs> Where we at? He says in 18, the Lord knoweth the days of the upright and their inheritance shall be for ever, ever. They shall not be ashamed in the evil time Mm -hmm. and in the days of famine, they shall be satisfied. 20 says, but the wicked shall perish and the enemies of the Lord shall be as fat of lambs. They shall consume into smoke. Shall they consume away? The wicked borroweth and payeth not again. Mm mm mm. But the righteous show of mercy and giveth. You know, some people, it's interesting to me because in churches, the the emphasis is on getting and getting with no strings attached. Doesn't that sound like the wicked? It's the underlining message in every sermon. Like that sounds like the wicked. Yeah. They say the, the wicked borroweth and payeth not again. Yeah. All churches about in most of these churches is how they get from God with no strings attached. Yep. God gave me a job I wasn't qualified for. It'd have been better if you studied and it was qualified. God gave me money just out the blue. He gave me five thousand dollars. I you thank squandered. Him. What did you spend it on? I bought myself a new purse and a new shoes. God gave me to do that. Really? These are the things that we find ourselves in. Not understanding the righteous show of mercy and giveth. Because they don't don't value those things as much like how they do. Like how we talked early in the scripture. They show mercy and give to people that don't deserve it because God showed mercy and gave to them. Yes. 
22, for such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. 23, the steps of a good man are ordered, ordered. by God. Yes. And, the del- and he delighteth in his way. That's righteousness right there. That is. The steps of a good man are ordered by God. And he delighteth in his way. It means he, he walking in this. And he's like, man, I love this. And God's wa- watching him walk and saying, man, I like this. <laughs> It mutually, we are both pleased because we want to be guided and God wants to guide. Yes. It's a perfect connection. It is. And so since God never not doesn't want to guide us, what's wrong? It's us. It's something on our end. It's always on our we end. We don't want to be guided. guided. No. We got somebody We want to be guided guide. to where we want to go. <laughs> yeah. We want to be led by our desires, not by God's. No. That's the reality of it. He says, though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. See, he even told you, he said, your steps are ordered by the Lord, but sometimes you do fall. Because these are hard steps. It's mm-hmm. like trying to follow somebody's dance moves. Right. You see the steps, but sometimes you might trip over, you might your trip over yourself mm-hmm. because we're, we're, we're not perfect people in that way. Mm-hmm. But we're perfect in the way of walking in his way as long as we're in his way even when we fall he says you shall not be utterly cast down for the lord uphold of him with his hand he understands Mm -hmm. he shows his mercy he said oh you got tripped up didn't you get up let me show you this move one more time one more time we go ahead and get it he's patient with us if you want to know god want to show you just got to want to know 25 says, I've been young and now I'm old and I have not seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging bread. Mm-hmm. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. We can't, we, we, we got to be honest with ourselves. There's a lot of forsaken going on. <laughs> Whole lot of forsaken going on. In the church, a lot of people who feel like God has left them, a lot of people feel like they're alone. God is not speaking to them. God is not guiding them. And I think that goes with what we talking about with the scheme stuff, because I feel like the end result of the scheme is feeling forsaken. Like you feel like this is what I invested all this in this and this is what I get out of it. Yeah. Like why? Because you are forsaken because you're not the righteous. When people say, I just don't feel like God is near me, it's because he's over there and, you and you're over you. here. Yep. You need to get where he is. You need to walk in his way. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yep. We want to be the person whose seed doesn't beg bread, but we don't want to be the righteous. That's if you're tired of being forsaken, all in the videos, you know, if you're tired of being forsaken, if you're tired of your seeds begging bread, if you're tired of lacking, yeah. come be righteous. Yeah. I even think of forsaken, I think of disappointment, too. Because I feel like a lot of people deal with being disappointed from whether it's family or whatever. You you, you feel disappointed. Even disappointed what from in. God. It's interesting yeah. when you watch those movies and, you know, it was a specific movie. 
and the man, his wife got sick and he hated God. He he looked up to the sky and he said, he cursed God. Mm-hmm. He's like, I hate you. That's, that's not a righteous man because a righteous man understands he's not forsaken. Yeah. Or even when Jesus on the cross had his moment, you know, he... He bounced yeah. back real quick though. Why? Because he he in his mindset, he had to come to a place of understanding. Yeah. We gotta let our minds go there. We gotta get snap back quick. He snapped back quick. Real quick. Yeah. We gotta snap back quick. The times when we feel forsaken, we gotta say, Oh, I know the way not to be forsaken is to do what he said. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus thought about it, and then he said, take this cup from me. I just I, Help me. And God, God talked to him. Yeah. And he said, not thy will. Thy will be done. He said, not my will, but thy will be done. Mm-hmm. I, I know how to solve this. <laughs> let, me, let me remind myself of my commitment. I change yeah. how I do this. Yes. So that I'm going I might, through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that I might do it for his sake. Now I won't feel like I'm forsaken. forsaken. Amen. It, it, it's important that we get this. If you feel like God's not there, change how you're doing things. You'll feel him come right back. Yeah. You don't feel like your life is a mountain or anything. Change the manner in which you do things. Amen. Things will, it'll perk up right quick. Things will change for you. 26 says he is merciful. And lendeth, and his seed is blessed. We're going to talk about that one. That scripture come right after. He says, he never begs bread. This man is merciful. He's always lending and giving. And his seed is always blessed. That's right. Mark the perfect man. (laughs) You can see him moving, merciful, showing mercy to people, loving, giving. His seed is never lacking. His legacy is secure because he doesn't do it his way. He does it God's way. That's right. 27 says, depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. Mm -hmm. Scriptures like that be so succinct. It's just crazy. (laughs) He said, oh, let me help you out. Depart from evil. Mm -hmm. Do good. Dwell forevermore. I just can't wait to be with Jesus. That means you must be departing from evil and doing good. Well, you know, nobody's perfect. Well, neither will your place in evermore be perfect. You're going to live forevermore, but it won't be how you think. You want this? You got to do good, depart from evil. Mm -hmm. He said, for the Lord love of judgment. And forsake of not his saints. They are preserved forever. But the seed of the righteous shall be cut off. You know how they say, don't judge me. Only person who can judge me is God. And guess what? He will. Because he loves judgment. Yeah. You, you might want to think about that one more time. He loves it. Yeah. He relishes judging. He does. He likes to deem things as good or bad. Mm-hmm. To deem things as truth. Or lie. He likes to separate because he wants to know what's his and what's not. He said the Lord loves judgment, but he'll never forsake his saints. His saints don't never have to stand before the judge and be unjustly 
prosecuted. God got our back. God continually has our back. It says 29, the righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein forever. The mouth of the righteous speaks what? Wisdom. And his tongue talketh of what? Justice. Justice, judgment. What is justice? God's way. Mm -hmm. His tongue talketh of God's way. You know, when people give you advice and tell you, Nettie, maybe you should do this. And the only thing on your mouth is God's way. <laughs> yep. I'm to a point now where if you can't give me a scripture behind something you tell me, I'm I'm barely even listening. People <laughs> half the time they think we judging them when we really just talking about God's way. That's it. I don't I don't know. I'm not the judge. That. No, I'm not the judge. I'm just talking about God's way. Yes. If you don't want to hear about God's way, you don't have to talk to me. Sure. But if you talk to me, you're gonna hear about God's way. Especially if you call yourself a Christian. Like I just see about talking to an atheist or But something, here's the thing, we not yeah. even talk about accountability. No. I'm just talking about you're in my space. You're asking me things. Yes. I'm going to talk to you about justice. You know, I was thinking that, you know, I don't know what I'm about to do. I think maybe I'm going to do this. Well, the word don't say that we should do that. Right. You can do that. But the word, you stay judging me. No, I just told you what the word said we should do. You can do what you want to do. Right. You And you can and you have that freedom to. Please, people, understand. Nobody's trying to make you do anything. People love to say that. And they just want everybody to be like them. I don't want nobody to be like nobody. I, this is what I want. I want to be more like God. Sorry. I want to be more like his son. I want to walk like Christ. And because of that, I have a thing for judgment. Mm-hmm. I have a thing for justice. And I always... Make sure that when I part my lips to speak to people, it's according to his justice, mm-hmm. not according to my counsel or my understanding or my advice. Yes. If it sounds like judgment, let it judge and then make a judgment call in your life according to it. Well, people don't like about us, too, because you're getting to the why, basically, what they're, what they're doing. You're making them think about reasons why they're doing or want to do something, and that's not what people want to hear. Like, yeah. When you start to think about why you want to do stuff, you'd be like, because it it's not right. It don't, you know it's not. <laughs> you know it's not because his judgment is hitting your heart, not my words. No. I'm not that special. No, we're not. We're Nobody not. is. You know we are? we just a couple righteous people. Trying to mark the perfect man and copy his way. That's right. Trying to mark the the upright man and copy his way. Trying to be Behold, righteous. Yeah. You guys, Psalms 37 is an awesome chapter. It's a few scriptures I left out and even more to read. Take that whole chapter and just read it. But we're so blessed to have 52 weeks of this here. We don't plan on stopping no time soon. You plan on stopping? Not if the Lord don't tell me. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he tells to stop, you know, this might be the last. It, the series finale won't, you'll never know when it's coming. You'll never know. You'll be like, hey, remember that last one you heard? That was the last one. That was it. God told us to shut up for a year. Shut it you down. You never know. You never know. But what I know now is he, he did tell us to do episode 52. Sorry. And it was a blessing. I don't know what we can call this. What we call it? Like something something oh. righteous we'll come up with something God, God bless until episode 53 
Lord willing, we're out.